0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Season 6, Episode 9 of Keeping It Arcadia. My name is Arion Togelang, and I will be your host. In this episode, learn more about WASC, what it is, as well as its importance as Envitha Marlapati interviews Ms. Duberk. Hello, everyone. My name is Envitha Marlapati, and today I am here with Arcadia High School Assistant Principal, Ms. Karen Duberk, to discuss the recent WASC visit at Arcadia High School. So without further ado,
1: let's get started. Hello, Mr. DuBerk. It is so great to have you with us today. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you, Anvita, for inviting me to have this conversation with you and talk a little bit about our wasp process. Absolutely. So can you start off by explaining
0: what the wasp even is and what Arcadia does with it?
1: Yeah. Uh, well, WASC is it's an association. So it stands for the Western Association of Schools and Colleges. And it's really a group of educators. So teachers, administrators, um, but everyone in the profession of education. And they form evaluation for schools. So what they're looking is that schools are accredited. Meaning that when students go through four years, they get a diploma and their diploma is valued. There's credit to it. It's worth something for them. So that's why this process is so important because when our graduates get our, get their diplomas, we want them to know that they're getting a diploma from an accredited school or a school that has passed a WASC process. Got it. So as I'm aware, you were pretty instrumental in forming some of
0: these guidelines and goals for Arcadia High School's um, goals to be sent over to the WASC. And was this your first time, like, with your work with the WASC, or have you ever worked with them in the past?
1: Well, I've been working at Arcadia High School. my 20th year. And my first wow. year was a WASC year, and I was brand new with it. But this is my fourth time going through a WASC process, but it's my first time leading it and being as actively involved as I have. And my role last year was a teacher leader, which was our coordinator, which had to do with coordinating this year-long self-study that we do as a school So I worked with our entire school and we started out by writing our school and community profile by gathering data. So working with some other teachers on campus and administrators and getting all the data together. Both are data that gives us numbers such as test scores, demographics, um, as well as perception data from surveys, for example. So we put all that data together. We get into different groups across campus. Um, five main groups: one looks at organization, one looks at curriculum, one looks at teaching and learning, one looks at ass- looks at assessment, and then the final one looks at our school culture. So we broke our campus wide into these five groups to look at that data, and then WAS gives us guiding questions. Mm. So initially, we're looking at all of our data and who we are, and then we're looking at our programs. So in these groups, we're looking at what programs do we have that we're doing, so we can look and say, are they effective, are they meeting the needs of our students? And then we can see where they are effective and continue that work, and then also identify where maybe we could improve for our programs to become even more effective for all of our students.
0: Got it. So was this the kind of guide that you put together in order to share with the WASC every six years?
1: It is. Well, WASC gives you a big manual. So Mm -hmm. I read the manual (laughs) to see how to break it down and how to run the process, how to organize our school, organize our groups. And they also give you all those guiding questions to work through. Um, But through our process, each group then identifies where are we strong and what are our areas of growth. And the end of last year in May, all the group leaders got together and we reviewed um, all of the areas where we felt we could grow. And we put all that together. We had students in there. We had parents in there. We had teachers in there. We had administrators in there. So our whole school community. And then to look at what common themes are we seeing from all of our groups and where can we grow. So that's where kind of the, the culmination of putting this doing the WASP process as well as putting our report together mm-hmm. is to say, here's how we want to grow. Here yes. are three goals of how we want to grow. And that's how we kind of get to that.
0: Got it. And so you mentioned that there were students as well as teachers and administrators, mm-hmm. and I think that's very beneficial in kind of getting a well-rounded response mm-hmm. from all of the studies that you were doing. Do you think that hearing from every single representative in the school in a sense of one from a student, one from an admin, one from a parent. Do you think that was very beneficial or what are your thoughts about that?
1: Oh, I think it's invaluable and especially our student student voice was so, so important. Um, as I said, this was my fourth WASD, <laughs> the first time I've been this involved, but it's also the first time where I saw student voice really guiding some of the decisions that were made and the goals that we had. Students uh, were involved in putting together our stakeholder survey. They brought needs to the table and they really crafted a good portion of that survey to address their needs. So that student voice is super, super important because in the end, we're setting goals to better the student experience and to make sure all of our students are as successful as they can be. So that student voice is critical in the process.
0: And with the WASC visit that is happening, I believe Monday to Wednesday, Mm -hmm. um, there were students involved in student focus groups. So do you mind explaining a little bit about what those focus groups are and what the process was
1: like for students to be selected to represent the student body? Mm -hmm, Sure. Uh, Last year when we put focus groups together, we went to a lot of our groups on campus. So we went to the leaders of, for example, ASB, Link Crew, Avid, Athletics, all different groups across campus, um, and we had them recommend different students who we thought would share, openly share their experience and become a part of it. So our goal was really to get a cross-section of all different student voices on those panels. Got it. And then I know also we had, that panel came together and had lunch with our visiting team yesterday. Yes. And then there's a second lunch going on today with a second group of students. And this one, we give pre-made call slips to the visitor visiting team who's here. Mm -hmm. And they've selected students during their time here um, Mm -hmm. and handed them a call slip, invited them to lunch. So they, based on them walking around campus, observing classes or interacting with other students, they've invited some to join for lunch and have a similar type of meeting.
0: And do you think there is a specific reason as to now they are being able to give the call slips and get input from people that they've noticed do you think what do you think the difference would be in terms of student responses from the first group and the second group
1: um i think we know that the group that we selected are students who are involved mm, so they're students it. who are representing not only their personal experience but they're also representing from the different groups they've been with mm-hmm. so they kind of have a broader voice yes. where the students that the visiting team selected. Potentially, they could be students with a broader voice. They could also be students who might not be as involved in the school. Mm. So, their experience could be a little bit different. Yes. So, if they're bringing in just kind of some random students, there's less we have less background on what their information is so I think got they're it. getting an authentic like your individual experience like as their a, raw voice in a yes. sense mm-hmm. got and it. they mo- don't necessarily represent a group of students mm-hmm. they probably m- maybe represent themselves individually
0: got it mm-hmm. and so definitely it was more than a one-year kind of process in getting this whole entire plan and organization to get Wask to come visit here um what do you think was it a smooth sailing process, do you think?
1: Do you think there were any setbacks that you had to deal with along the way? I think our process was was great. Um, it was, WASC is meant to be a collaborative process, Mm -hmm. and we had in all of our groups, we had not only students and teachers and administration, we had classified staff, so our secretaries, for example, or custodial staff, security were also involved. Um, We had some members from our district office came over and participated. We also had two board members who served on um, some of our panels as well. Mm -hmm. So I think that collaborative voice really, really helped with that. I would say the biggest setback was we spent all of first semester last year yes. with teachers observing classes, also collecting student work. A lot of WASC is looking at what our students are doing. So we mm-hmm. were in classrooms last year watching and observing, mm-hmm. and teachers were also collecting student work to show these are things that my students are doing in class. Got it. we're able to look at it and see where are kids successful, where can we continue to support them to grow. And we put all that together first semester and second semester we were getting together in our groups where we're actually now as a group looking at it and looking Mm. at the prompts that WASP gives us and of course that was when we had a big wave of COVID Mm. so our meetings all went online so that was something really unique to this process was our focus group meetings were all held online and at first I was pretty nervous about it (laughs) Um, wondering how much engagement we would get when everyone's online Online. and not actually physically in a room together yeah it turned out to be really good I think as leaders of the groups we had to be really more intentional in how we organized and how we planned because our ability to be together was more limited yes so we were really focused in what we were doing and I think even so we documented a lot more Mm -hmm. because we were all in front of a computer so I think it gave us a lot of information documentation and it was super efficient so it worked out much better than we ever thought it would. So in spite
0: of the setback, you did. You and your leadership team have found a way to kind of overcome this, and
1: it did provide positive results, you would say. Definitely, and I would think that even when we go into a next similar experience, we would probably also consider, do we mm-hmm. want to do some virtual meetings? Oh, uh, nice. Because there's definitely some benefit to it. Yeah. So
0: earlier and kind of wrapping up, you mentioned that Arcadia wants to achieve goals in the coming years and then, you know, get ready for the next WASC visit, which will happen again after six years. Um, Do you mind sharing a little bit of what some of these plans Arcadia has and how we plan on implementing these goals?
1: Yes. uh, Well, we have three main goals and one of our goal is increasing our career readiness opportunities for our students. So in building on how we connect what we do in the classroom and how that can connect to careers that students can have in the future. Got it. So as well as, you know, looking at potential careers and working with our college career counselor as well, um, maybe engaging some parents and what are career opportunities uh, that they have experienced themselves. So looking at kind of building on that. Um, our second goal is about aligning our practices. So we're looking at overall our students and their stress level. Um, and a lot of it, when we went through our perception data, we found A big difference in the workload Mm -hmm. where teachers think what they're giving and how much time it takes students and then how much time students are reporting that it takes them. Mm. So we really want to take a deeper dive into that and look at how can we create a student experience where students are getting kind of that similar amount of work um, from course to course and evaluating how long does it take kids to do what we're assigning them to do so taking a deep dive and looking and reflecting on that Mm. and then our third goal is really building community supporting our students through community within classroom where students feel comfortable with each other expressing to the teachers also that that comfort level of hey that assignment that was supposed to take 20 minutes took me two hours yes Um, so kind of (laughs) building that community in that way and then also community across campus Um, supporting some of our groups, such as our English learners, Mm -hmm. um, and strategies on how we can support them. And part of that is building that community and that strength and that voice with our groups. But then also, as we as teachers align our practices with workload, we're also looking at how are we going to align these support mechanisms that we can put in for our students who are struggling, specifically those English learners.
0: Got it. To make it more like a cohesive environment, Mm -hmm. one that's appreciated and loved and I know Dr. Anderson she does a fantastic job with the wellness, with the wellness center I apologize. So do you think there could be possible
1: partnerships in the future? Oh definitely. The wellness center would definitely be a part of is a part of our work going forward is always kind of looking and how do we support students not only in their academics but also in the overall health and well-being. So definite connections in the wellness center is a vital part for us working on these goals moving forward. Got it. So
0: calculating six years from now, if my math is correct, we will expect another WASC visit in
1: 2028, I believe. We hope it's six years from now. WASC (laughs) gives accreditation anywhere from one to six years. Got it. And um, Arcadia High School has typically gotten six years, so we've been on a six-year cycle for as long as I am aware. Mm -hmm. So our hope is that it's six years. Um, But yes, the self-study process usually is a full year, so Mm -hmm. it's usually in that fifth year where we would begin that year-long process again for that visit the following year.
0: Got it. Well, thank you so much for your time, Ms. Burke. It's very, very nice to hear how successful the WASC visit is going and is hopefully going to continue going until Wednesday. Um, and I'm sure the officials are having a great time here. Uh, do you have any last remarks you'd yeah. like to say? Well,
1: thanks Thanks for, uh, for meeting with me. And Again, like our WAS goal is really to make Arcadia High School the best and most supportive academically and emotionally supportive place for our students to really feel like they're prepared for what comes after.
0: Absolutely. And thank you so much again. And we look forward to hearing from you in the near future. Thank you. Thanks, Anvitha. And thank you very much for tuning in to the ninth episode of season six, Keeping It Arcadia. For the full list of episodes, you can visit dciasd.weebly.com or visit our Podbean podcast page. Make sure to check out at Arcadia DCI and at Arcadia Unified on Instagram and the Arcadia Unified School District Facebook to find out more about DCI and Keep Up With District events. This has been Arion with Keeping It Arcadia, and we'll see you in the next episode. This is Keeping It Arcadia signing off!